Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. everybody welcome to the confessional my name is mike moran and i am joined of course by our in-house producer mr jimmy seleski from the live from the studio podcast jimmy in the house that's right are the kids still saying in the house uh no but you are yeah i am (laughs) yeah Uh, again he's all that and a bag of chips oh yeah jimmy seleski where can we where can listeners find us if they want to contribute confessions if they wanted to if they wanted to right they could find us on facebook at facebook.com slash confessional podcast and uh you post up the topic every week people discuss in the public forum they post their confessions we'll reach out to you uh and ask if we can discuss your particular confession publicly on the podcast of course before we just do it yeah and uh you can also uh stream us on spotify and apple podcast your podcast app on your phone if you have an iphone google play laughable everything i don't know about laughable what is laughable don't 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 look for us on laughable (laughs) (laughs) oh man the suggestion is laughable (laughs) laughable is a cool podcast app that we should be on it's a it's a it's like an index for comedians and so index for podcasts you can actually type in a comedian's name or a person's name and it'll show you every podcast they've been on so you can kind of like reverse search for podcasts whoa like, that's awesome yeah so like if but you, it's only comedians it's not other it's everybody or, like okay. i'm not a comedian but i have a laughable profile but you are a very yeah. high profile celebrity very there high profile go. person in general you really so, are yes your brother was a viral meme wasn't he yeah multiple times over Wow. And he's still not famous? Still not famous. God, what does it take in this world? Uh, <laughs> he has like millions of views, right? Yeah. Good Lord. He walks around in Towson and people go, hey, it's a sausage and mushroom pizza guy. Wow. <laughs> so. Man. Makes me feel small. Very yeah. small. All right. Uh, today, we have a very special episode, um, meaning that our guest didn't show as of, far, as of yet. Uh, but uh, I'm joined by, I guess, de facto guest, Yay. originally co-host, Byron Brooks. How are you, buddy? Good, man. Very good. Thanks for stopping by. We were supposed Uh-oh. to interview someone over the phone today, correct? We were. Uh, that person has not called in yet, but uh, I'll tell you, that person is a very nice individual, and I'm sure it's just a mistake on his part, and he'll get back to us very soon. So... Instead of that, today, Byron, we are going to discuss... What are we going to discuss? VHS covers that scared the shit out of us when yes, we were little. Yes, we grew up in a generation where there was no scrolling, no. you know what I mean? No. You, you went to the video store, buy, you, you put in the blood, sweat, and tears to get there, and you had to search and find something. And a lot of times, you didn't even know if it was good or not. You didn't even know if it was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I remember may not that. have been there. there. Was there any worse feeling than you'd go up to the box that you want? And nothing was behind and it. And there's nothing behind it? Yep. Oh, God. Well, and then I remember, like, sometimes they'd have, like, kind of a, uh, you could go up to the front desk, 
and they'd have like the ones that just came back that they haven't put on the shelves <laughs> yeah. yet. And you'd hope against hope that Terminator Two was there. Or whatever. I used to make the front uh, the front desk lady actually walk over to the the turn in box and scour <laughs> the turn in box for me just oh to make my sure God. that wow. they didn't have what I was looking for. <laughs> oh man, that is of course Byron Brooks, uh, local Baltimore comedian slash MMA fighter. Do you got any uh, anything coming up, Byron, or anything you want to plug? Uh, nothing coming up because uh, this quarantine has canceled all my shows. Right. Uh, so look for me next month on the Charm City um, Charm City Comedy Festival, and I have my own show running called Why Not Laugh. That'll be in Silver Spring, uh, fourth fourth Friday of next month. Well, we did. Uh, we didn't. Your show at the Magic Lounge did not get oh, canceled the other night. It did not. We had that a was nice pretty show. amazing. Yeah. That was a fun show, man. That's a cool venue. <laughs> Ever perform there, cool. Jimmy? Uh no no nothing oh, I awesome. do is magic. very nice seats about a hundred people yeah uh, I think the owner of it was on America's Got Talent yep. or one of those shows yep he was Spencer. like a magician yeah yep. yeah and uh, yeah it's a fun place we did comedy there years and years ago but uh, yeah it was I hope I hope that show works out for you because it was a lot of fun yeah uh, but it, is Le- Leo's running that Leo runs that okay I was, you, I was just uh, in? I was pinch hitting okay, okay. <laughs> Leo I believe was uh, hosting for Doug Stanhope elsewhere wasn't he. I'm not sure, but if so, that is awesome. I think he was. I'll have to, really to text on. message him. Leo, I can see the comments here. Yeah, yeah. I've really um, picked I up. I think um, Leo might be on. Is he on? Yeah, I think yeah he's he is on. Yeah. Uh, let's see what. Uh, I've really become a big Stanhope fan recently. Stanhope is man. He's awesome. awesome. He's one of my favorite comedians, actually. He has the word hope in his name. What do you expect? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Stan. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I stand Stanhope. I stand by hope. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. All right. So anyway, VHS cover art. This was it, horror cover art was a very big deal in the eighties and nineties. There was a very there was a VHS boom with videos. A, a lot of those movies did terrible in the theaters, but they would recoup it on VHS. And yeah. a lot of times they would they would make these big elaborate covers uh, that were just these beautiful, horrifying paintings. Um, and then you'd rent the movie, and it's like, this sucks. <laughs> the entire budget going to. <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember that with uh, Night of the Living Dead 2. That had amazing cover art. Do you remember that one? Night of the Living Dead 2. It was like a zombie face floating above a city. Actually, I oh, yes, I do like remember red. that. that yes, cool. it was red. Yeah, the whole everybody thing remembers that, red that one. Tent. Um, oh, Leo, we were just asking if you uh, hosted. Didn't you host for Doug Stanhope the other night? Um. I'm just asking Leo on Facebook Live here. This translates very well to the podcast. I was just <laughs> going to say, I was like, this is just gold for the listeners. <laughs> well, why don't we jump into a confession here? This one is from uh, Haley from St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, this is interesting, so pay attention. Hmm. Cheapers Creepers, Silence of the Lambs, and to be totally honest, the Amelie cover. I ended up loving it later, but it was something about the... F- way her face was angled and i couldn't tell if it was a horror movie or not silence of the lamb was definitely one of those when i walked down the aisle really i was it wasn't scary but it always caught my eye with sure. the moth on the mouth and right right yeah it, it stood out i wouldn't say it, w- it was like scary it kept me from going down that aisle uh-huh but uh-huh. uh it would always catch my eye always yeah it's interesting yeah. how it didn't even have hannibal on the cover they nope. put clarice on the cover yep. no mention of hannibal at all in fact didn't say his name or anything um but yeah that was a that was great cover art i wish there was you know it seems like they don't do that type of, that was like a very uh cerebral kind of 
terrifying yeah. art, you know, that they, I don't know if they use much anymore. Um, Amelie stood out to me. I, I always remember the, the cover art Amelie. Did that scare you? No, it didn't scare it me. scared Haley. <laughs> <Not> bitch, bro. <laughs> just, well, scared Haley. I mean, it didn't scare Amelie. me. I just I always I remember that. that girl with that haircut. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty iconic. They modeled the shrug emoji after that girl. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think that's true, but if you look at the shrug emoji, <laughs> she has the same haircut as Amelie. You answer affirmatively and then like, yeah, but that's not true. I mean, I affirmatively made it up just now, and they do have the same haircut. But yeah, I'll never forget that cover. But Haley was afraid of it. Well, maybe. You, you know, believe that? Maybe she just doesn't like bobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if there was ever like a non-horror cover that I was afraid of. Oh, that's a good question. Mm, can't think of anything. Um, but what else did she have in here? She had uh, oh Jeepers Creepers. You guys remember that movie? I do remember that, that movie. I can't remember what the cover looked like though. Yeah, I feel like maybe it was like an eyeball looking out from something. Yeah. Oh yes. Maybe yes, some stitching it was. going on. It was like some stitching around or uh -huh. something in the uh -huh. eye, like a hook or something in the eyeball. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, always with eyes. Yeah, I was gonna there's, say anything with eyes is gonna be a little creepy. Right. I wonder if there's a single, if if a person picked a single one that doesn't involve the the eyeball stare. At you. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. A lot of box covers have that. Eyeball. You know, somebody staring someone at someone staring at you. I've heard that that's actually a marketing thing. Like with cereals, they um they try to make the cartoon character staring directly at you on the box because it'll like catch your face more. You know, like people people naturally respond to someone looking at them. Weird. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're trying to get kids' attention, you know? Ah. Uh. Um, let's see here. Uh, what was uh, what was one that scared you, Byron, as a kid? That when I first saw you put this post up, the immediately came the Critter series. A lot of people mentioned the Critters. That cover. I mean, one, two. I think they had three, three movies. Wait, wait, wait. I, am I confusing Critters and Ghoulies? What was the difference there? Critters was, um, they were small puffballs with really big face and I don't know how to explain them, but they were horrifying looking, okay. but they were basically puffballs. All right. So they're like and I remember, Yeah. And I remember, I believe the Critters 2, the Critters 1, it was just one critter. Oh, and then it was a big ball of and critters. And then it was the second one was a big ball of critters. Oh, okay. Here, and, let me, let me get this straight here though. Yeah. Cause I'm, okay. Ghoulies, Ghoulies Critters. I don't remember. Critters and what was the? I feel like there was another one that they were all based on. What was the one with Gizmo? A uh, Gremlins. Okay, I feel like all three of those are the same thing in my head. You know what? They are kind of the same movie, yep. right there. Yep. I was, I was <laughs> imagining scenes. They from all are three. the same. Movie. Right? Were Critters and Ghoulies just kind of ripoffs of? Yeah, uh, I feel like they were Gremlins. rated R ripoffs. Of right, Gremlins. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've so. never even seen Gremlins all the way through. To be honest with you, I love Gremlins. Gremlins one and two are, are good movies. Yeah, from what I hear, uh, it's something I need to see, but I never yeah. have. I don't know why. Um, you seen uh, you seen Gremlins, Jimmy? I actually, I think I saw it for the first time all the way through because I've seen bits and pieces throughout sure. through my illustrious life. Uh -huh. um, but uh, I think I saw it for the first time all the way through recently, like within the past year. Oh wow! And it was, wow. uh, you know, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Like Seems it. like it's a quintessential '80s film up there. Yeah, it was very. It was. Definitely. It was. It was like definitely. Yeah, it was right, definitely right. 80s. Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, you'd see that on like the shelf of your rich friends. <laughs> Cuz like back in the day, if if you if your friend had like a bunch of actual VHSs 
that they bought, you know, you knew they had some money. Some back money. There. They have like a wall of VHS. Right, yeah. right. That was rare. Or CDs, yeah. even. Like up until yeah. 90, just 91, if you had a bunch of CDs, uh, you that was a that was like a symbol of wealth, yeah. much like the pineapple in the 1700s. <laughs> yes. yes. You guys know about that? I don't. What is that about? Jimmy, do you know about the pineapple? I know SpongeBob lived in a whole ass pineapple, bro. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> it, it, like in, you know how like in the South, you'll, with like old manors and estates and stuff, you'll see like a statue of a pineapple. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Pineapples are like a big symbol down there. I thought that, uh, that just having a pineapple in your house meant you were at least white. <laughs> <laughs> you hang a pineapple over your door so you know. <laughs> So that white people knew where to run right, yeah. during Nat Turner-esque rebellions. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Do you know what I'm talking about, Byron? No. Like no. The, but the, I know the statues that you're yeah, talking about, but I didn't know that that's what it was. Yeah, like back in the day, a pineapple cost like a billion dollars, apparently, to get one over huh. here. Wow. Yeah, they're like really, really rare and hard to get. So if you had one, that meant you really had a sign of wealth and privilege. You know that's why we annexed Hawaii, right? Or you have a good pineapple guy. Right, yeah. We annexed Hawaii <laughs> just for the pineapples. It was literally it had to do with like the Dole Fruit Company in the 50s wow. and it had to do with like some trade deals and they were like, dude, that we makes can, sense. We that, can get better access to pineapples if we just make Hawaii ours. Wow. That's but, a, but we that's didn't That's a US move. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. totally. But we didn't uh we didn't go after Canada for I can't do that on television. <laughs> that makes well, we, no sense. We got Alaska, dude. That used yeah, to be Canada. Right? What did or we get? Russia, what did we get Alaska for? Um, I think we just king you know, crab jewel king crab yeah. <laughs> jewel. <laughs> yeah, what is the story behind Alaska? I, I think we no probably. Idea. I think we probably got it from Russia because we didn't want Russia to have uh, land yeah, in yeah. our hemisphere. Right, bro. right. Keep your and commie hands off of my hemisphere, pal. And probably there's you know some good fucking oil fields up there and shit. Right, and there's right. a lot of oil. Yeah. Going there on. is a lot of oil there. Lots of bears. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's move along here. This one's from Daniel Ruiz, Mexico City, Mexico. Videos were my childhood. I remember the Toxic Avenger, the Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and the Return of the Living Dead VHS covers gave me nightmares and at the same time allured me. Allured. 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 allured me. Toxic Avenger didn't scare me. What was the Toxic Avenger cover? I don't remember. It that was one. it was him basically standing with his mop and a girl like the the quintessential hero pose where the girl's on his leg and he's standing right, there with the okay. mop. Yeah, it, yeah. I actually like trauma movies. Do you? I was a trauma fan, so they they didn't they didn't scare me. They were pretty brutal though. They like were they... brutal, but I always was guaranteed boobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so sure. so yeah. I, I made it through the brutalness. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> I, I watched some of the first Toxic Avenger, and it yeah. you know it didn't scare me, but it disturbed me. It, yeah, it's, it's more depravity. disturbing. Like it was like. You know, did they like kill a kid and like? Uh, they did some horrible, horrible beat up things. an old lady. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just like over the top, over the top, yeah, just over just, the top. Uh, stuff. The cruelty level on it was just, oh my god. That sounds much more brutal than the 2020 version of what I imagine Toxic Avenger would be. Oh wait, it's yeah. well, right just away. the guy who gaslights his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> toxic, bro. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. What? Uh, 
Is there, are they still making trauma movies? That's a good question. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I have to look at that. And then weirdly, Toxic Avenger became like a children's cartoon. It after did. A while, yeah. Which is I really like strange. A, it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Well, I wonder how many parents like rented the movie for their kids. Thinking, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. You know. That would have turned out really bad. Um, what else? So Daniel also says Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I believe that was the one where uh, it had Freddy kind of ripping through the the cover art with his face staring right at you. Oh yeah. And flames behind behind him. Well, all the Nightmare on Elm Street covers were eerie. Well, they had great they were, cover. That was had, some of the best covers. All cover of them had art. great yeah, covers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, the only one that fell off, I remember when 5 came out, it was just like a photo of Freddy. With, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's the cool painting? It was it was his headshot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a photo of Freddie doing like the shh with a uh, like baby carriage from hell. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, Dream. that was. I think that was the first R-rated Dream Child slasher movie I ever saw, and that was kind of disturbing. It wasn't, you know, wasn't traumatizing, but it was like, you know, had some ghastly uh, visuals yeah. in that one. Um, but uh, did Freddie scare you in general? Freddie himself didn't scare me. I, I found him. I found it to be more gross than scary. Right, those right. movies. Yeah. Um, Jason definitely scared me. Really? My yeah. I just that was that was for me was like jump scare, hide behind the couch. Oh wow. Um, what age are we talking here? Uh, elementary. No, I went. Yeah, elementary school. You wow. know, early early Jason. So you know, Jason. Two and three. Yeah, the first yeah. ones were pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, end. one, two, and three. Like those chase scenes and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. To this day, I think the, the ending of the first one is, is still, like, really tense, too. And I think that by the time that he got to New York, it just wasn't scary anymore. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of those later ones were fun. Yeah, they were just um, kind of fun. Yeah, like, yeah. although New York was not nearly as fun as it should have been. <laughs> we talk about your disappointments. Yeah. It was like he spent most of the movie on a cruise ship because <laughs> he couldn't afford to shoot yeah. New York. This is true. It's called Jason Takes Manhattan. Almost and, yeah, the whole thing the first, takes place on a cruise ship. The first to New half York. of the movie is on yeah. the cruise Mo- ship. I think more than half. It's like three fourths. <laughs> and then uh and then they get to New York and it's actually just Vancouver filmed as New York. <laughs> like they That's the, a common thing though, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, it is. But they did they only filmed one scene at Times Square and the rest was not filmed at New York. And uh, that was kind of disappointing because when I saw the previews for that as a kid, I was like, This is going to be the greatest film yeah. ever made. <laughs> yeah. You this know what I mean? Change. Did you, <laughs> this is, did Citizen you find Kane, a... Gone with the Wind, Friday the 13th Party, Jason Takes Manhattan. Did you find a Friday the 13th covers scary? Um, uh, Not that I recall. They were interesting. They were interesting. Yeah, like they had... Uh, I'm trying to think if any of them were scary. Um, I don't know. The Jason Goes to Hell one was pretty intense mm-hmm. with the snake. Yeah, I was going to say the snake mask. going through the, the mask. Right, yeah. That was another one where I rented it, and I was like, this is going to be awesome. And then it was very bizarre. <laughs> it was like, that one was fine, but it was a very strange movie. Very strange. Like, that Jason was barely in it for some reason. Um, There's people eating body parts and... Hmm. French kissing each other. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really weird. There's like a weird homoeroticism in it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I didn't see that one. 
pretty sure I don't. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was like early '90s, I think. And it was uh, it was really they kind of like changed the the mythology of Jason with that one, hmm. and made it so that uh, Jason was now like a, a demon that could jump bodies. Interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. The the first scene, uh, they blow him up. The FBI yeah. tracks him down and blows him to bits. And then the next scene, the uh, the coroner, the autopsyist, I guess they're called, <clears throat> um, eats his heart. Jesus. He gets like... <laughs> <laughs> he like can't... He didn't get his lunch break, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got to uh, eat. <laughs> yeah, he, he devours the heart, and that turns him into Jason. And then he goes around killing, and then and then the demon jumps from him to another body, and it goes on like that until the end when Jason finally returns. Interesting. And we get no explanation for how he got out of New York at the end. <laughs> Which that God, that would that would piss me off so bad when I was a kid and I would rent those movies and they mm-hmm. wouldn't explain what happened from the last movie, you know? Yeah, he's just somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> that was the part, that was part of the fun of those. He caught a greyhound. You know, right, right. <laughs> when, when, those, when those franchises went from being scary to being, you know, like yeah. campy, that was part of the fun, was to see how Michael Myers survived the last one. Yep. You know, how Freddy's going to be resurrected. You know what I mean? And when they would skip over that, it would upset me so much. And I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't enjoy the rest of Jason Goes to Hell because that was bothering me the whole time. How did he go to hell? Uh, they they decide that a family member has to kill him, and that'll make him go to hell. And there's a there's a there's a bounty hunter hunting him who has a knife that turns into a magical dagger when a family member takes a hold of it. Mm. Ah. And he has to be reborn. It's and it's really convoluted. It makes no sense, but. At least they explained it, you know. Yeah, but it, in a way that made no sense with the other movies, like there, uh, like the, this mythology just came out of nowhere. Like he was never a <laughs> demon that jumped. I hate up. when they do that shit. Like dude. nine movies in, you're gonna decide that the 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 quirk about Jason is that he can inhabit different bodies. Like that never was a thing at all in the other ones. Yeah. Uh, so they had to stab him with like a magical knife, and and then like. <laughs> But the coolest part of that movie, yeah, yeah, that's all it was. Was wow. a family member stabs. He has to be reborn, so the demon like goes into uh, one of the family members and becomes Jason again, and then uh, and then another family member stabs him in the heart with a knife, and then he's dragged down to hell by demons. In the nineties, they just stopped trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like, were, what the horror hell is movies this? were so good in the eighties, nineties right. hit, and they just were like, yeah, right, yeah. Well, the thing was with Jason Goes to Hell, it was a pretty fun movie. Like it was, it a was. big, ridiculous adventure. You know, like uh, just over the top gore. Just uh, like it was a fun movie, but the continuity just made so little sense that it's like I can't enjoy this. Um, and they, uh, oh, but the best part of that one, however, was at the very end, Freddy's glove reaches out from hell and pulls Jason's mask down. I do remember people talking about that. That was pretty incredible. Yeah. That was awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, that was the first time we saw any type of crossover like that in those those films. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What else here? In Return of the Living Dead, Daniel says. Now, the original one, I think, was just kind of punk rock zombies standing around a grave. I think so. And I wonder if Daniel's referring to Evil Dead, uh, or I'm sorry, Return of the Living Dead 2, 
which was a very iconic one where they clearly put all the money into the cover art and not into the film. <laughs> the film is freaking terrible. <laughs> um, but the cover art was was brilliant. It was, and I can't even really explain why it was so great. It was just kind of a flying zombie face that you know almost looked like a flying uh, worm in the sky mm-hmm. uh, overlooking the, the the town below. And uh, I don't know, it just that always stood out to me. I didn't even know what it was for the longest time. And of course, with the uh, Return of the Living Dead series, that was a weird thing where there was like two series coming from Night of the Living Dead. Yes, yeah. You know what yep. I'm talking about, Byron? Yep. Because there was like Ramy took one, yeah. and then uh, the other guy took the other. George uh, Romero, you mean? Romero, yeah, Romero. Yeah, Romero. To, oh, there's the Night of the Living Dead art. There it is, right there. You recognize that, Jimmy? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That is great art. That's something. Um, you know what that reminds me of is remember like video games would do that too. They'd have these like amazing covers that looked so yeah. fun, and then the and be game was like God two horrible. pixels. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo was good for that, and Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. And those were the days where you had to you mainly had to judge you know a VHS by, by its cover. cover. Yeah, I'm glad those you days know? are gone. <laughs> <laughs> really are. Think about all the yeah. crappy movies you've rented. And I'll tell you this, too. I think crappy. that that transparency has actually had a really good effect on movies and TV shows. Because there's a lot of good stuff out there these days. That's true. You can't get away with releasing crap anymore. You really can't. Yeah. Yeah. you got to have some something that's going to hold your audience. But, yeah, they used to put Like on. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to... We're clearly evidence that you need to uh, <laughs> not be terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, but anyways, the uh, the Night of the Living Dead. So there was like two two branches from that, mm-hmm. right? There was uh, the Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead trilogy. Yep. And then there was Return of the Living Dead, one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Uh, do you remember Return of the Living Dead 3? I remember that one actually being shockingly good for a direct-to-video sequel. Three. That was like with the punk rock goth girl that becomes a zombie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that one was actually, actually had a, a story good storyline. Yeah, yeah. It had a good storyline. Yeah, and weirdly, they didn't. I the first that. two were comedies, mm-hmm. and then they decided to do that one straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looked like just a direct to video cheapie, but uh, I remember I rented it and, and for like a sleepover, and my friends and I were like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if it would hold up if we watched it again in our adult lives. I uh, know, I, I doubt it. You want to come over for a sleepover? <laughs> <laughs> I can get all the soda you want. We'll wait until the quarantine's over. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is the perfect time for this. Yeah, this should, should be, the should be nothing but Good sleepovers point. right now. <laughs> yeah. We should do a confessional sleepover where we sleep in sleeping bags. And we watch movies. Mike's been trying to pitch this for years. <laughs> <laughs> I he watch old movies and talk about them. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all we'll do. Yeah, right. yeah, just podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. Jesse Ledesma from Lansing, Michigan. Where's Great Jesse town. Ledesma? Oh, yeah, have you been there? Nope. You ever been to Lansing, Michigan, Byron? I've never been to Michigan. Neither have I. Um, I've heard of it. Michigan. I've You've heard, heard of it? I've <laughs> heard of Michigan. Yeah, I've heard of every state. Isn't it's, that weird that we know every state? I was thinking about that recently. Like, you'd think that there would be a state or two I just never heard of. Yeah. Like, when else have I remembered 50 of something perfectly? Good point. Is, do you think you could accurately, on a map, write in each state if they were blank? 
No. Not everyone, no. Absolutely no. not. Probably most. Uh, most of all. them, I would say probably 80% of them. I yeah. think... Uh, like, the Midwest confuses me. Yeah, right? yeah. They kind of... They, once yeah. you start getting to the states, it just are all squares. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, it's like, dude, I don't know which one is Nebraska, which one is fucking right, right. Utah. I don't yeah. fucking know. But uh, I like tried to make a list of them once, and I think I got to like 48 or 49... And of course you know the states, but they just don't come to mind. I think I right. miss like Wyoming, and right. I think Nebraska was one of them. Right. Yeah. But if somebody just made up a state name and was like, "Yeah, you oh, don't, you'd know. you don't know that one." <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Like, when else is there's nothing else that I know fifty of? You know, especially unless it's something that's like in my life every day. But it's weird how we we all just memorized every single state at some point in our lives. Got to, dude. You know, it's forgettable. They forced us. <laughs> <laughs> you got no states. And then you hear you hear states on you know on the news and all that all yeah. that stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. Also, professional. I think professional oh, sports, sports play a right. big role sports in sports. Do play a big yeah, role. I feel sure. like you'd have to go pretty far back into our lives to find a time when we didn't know all the states. Like mm. I'm talking like six or seven years old. I feel like I knew. I at least yeah, had heard was, of all. Yeah. Of them. That was prime. Yeah. St- I probably could yeah. have pointed out all of them at that age. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, Jesse Ledesma says the Ghoulies. I was scared to poop. LOL ghoulies. for a while. All right, I don't what? remember this, but I need to look this up. Uh, the Ghoulies had something to do with toilets. Okay, that's already terrifying. Right, the Ghoulies. I don't know if I've never seen the film. I don't know if they pop out of the toilet in the movie, but in the VHS covers, uh, they there's a little monster popping out of the crapper. Oh, I remember that one. It's very... Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that one did scare me when I was little. Right. I remember this one. Yeah. Scarier than Critters? Not scarier than Critters. Critters is still number one for me, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you ever... Did you end up seeing Critters? Did I watch Critters? I think I got through like half of it and was like, this is... Not what I thought it right. was going to be. <laughs> it was one of those really bad movies that <laughs> sure. weren't wasn't believable and yeah. uh, spent a lot of money on the cover art. Uh huh. I do remember. Didn't didn't uh, Raphael see critters in the in the movie Ninja Turtles? I think you're right. Yeah, I, th- I, I think remember, that's like, what he was looking at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, I guess Ghoulies here features a uh, kind of infant ghoul popping out of the toilet with big, sharp, scary teeth. Yeah, just ready to bite you. I don't know, like what the. I mean, the impl- I mean, just the implying that something is going to pop out of your toilet is terrifying. Yeah. Did you ever hear those horror stories of people that had like boa constrictors come out of their yeah. toilets? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. Oh jeez. Um, what's the most terrifying thing you've ever had happen while you were on the toilet, Byron? That is a good question. Probably a bug because I hate bugs. Probably a spider or uh-huh. a water bug or something uh-huh. like that, and I freaked out. One time there was a, <laughs> there was a snake in uh, in the bathroom of the house that I grew up really? in. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, and, it, and it, I think it crawled up the pipes like it. Oh wow! Yeah, that terrified. I was like so upset panicked. about that. I was like, no, this can't. Be. I don't want to live in a house where snakes are just <laughs> crawling in here. You know, and yeah. I'm not even like scared of snakes really. But I'm like, not scared of them. I respect them, but. <laughs> I respect they, their old stuff. When they catch you by <laughs> surprise, that's when that's when it is. So yeah, like you walk yeah. around a corner and it's like snakes. Right. Like I don't have a phobia per yeah. se, but I just I'm not cool with like slithering creatures <laughs> just coming into your house. And then what's up with these people that have snakes as pets? 
I never got that. Do you know how long we've been trying to keep snakes out of our houses and away from you and you're just inviting them in? That's why we have Florida. Right, exactly. That's exactly why we have Florida. Another fun <laughs> state fact. Yes. We have uh, Hawaii because of... Uh, pineapples. 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 Florida for snakes. Yeah. Or we needed snakes. We needed snakes, dude. <laughs> right. Need yeah. And Canada for... I can't do that on television. There you go. That's true. Although, fun fact, Canada is not, in fact, a state. I don't know if Weird. you guys hear that. Weird. I yeah. always thought... Okay. Right. <laughs> This is weird not having the studio audience here because of quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Normally, normally we, the bleachers are full of people. Yeah, that would have, yeah. that would have, yeah. Roaring <laughs> applause. <laughs> have you seen that though on like the late night talk shows? There's no one in the audience. I haven't even been noticing. I haven't looked. I don't stay awake. Well, exactly. <laughs> At least now the studio audience. <laughs> if I'm not doing the, comedy, the I'm TV asleep. viewership. Right? Does anybody watch like full? Like, I, I definitely used to watch, like, Letterman and Conan. Are, are people staying up to watch all of Colbert and Kimmel these days? I, I don't like know. Just watch it on YouTube. Just yeah, watch, I, if feel, you, yeah, you I really feel like people from, just get bits. Right, right. Yeah, right, if you really yeah. want to. But I don't even think, I mean, I think long-form shit, like the Rogan experience and stuff like that is more socially relevant at this point. Right, yeah. And Jimmy Fallon. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see no, here. No, not Jimmy Fallon. This one is from Aaron C., New York City. Uh, which is located in New York State. <laughs> uh, she says, Silence of the Lambs, Dead Alive, and the original Bad Seed, all of which I've now seen. Um, Dead Alive was a popular one on Facebook when I asked this question. People seem to... Dead Alive. Yeah, I think... What was that? I think like a, a skull in someone's mouth or something. Let's see here. Let's see, we're looking it up right now. Dead 1993. Alive. Oh, that is a weird, very weird. Did I you remember see that this one? one. Yeah, I remember this one. Go to images, Jimmy. I can't see what I'm clicking on here. Yeah, it's, oh, a, it's a skull in the yeah, mouth. She's spreading yeah. her mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. Weird. That's very weird. It was weird, too, that they were able to put these things up at movie theaters, too. You know? You'd come in to see, like, Cinderella or something, some kids' movie, and there'd be this horrifying poster <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> Um, the Bad Seed, I do remember that poster, and that was very spooky. That was uh, just a, a little girl, I think, just staring blankly at the at what would be the camera. You know what I mean? Remember um, Puppet Masters? Oh, yeah. Never saw one of those. Do remember the art, though. The artwork on that one was a little bit mm -hmm. scary. Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever have the experience of... Going into the video store and daring yourself to look at the reverse image on the back of these movies. Yes. That was pretty scary, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah. That, they would get that, more was like an that was like unlocking an achievement. Right, right. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is that? The reverse image. Well, like you know how on the reverse side it'll have like images from the movie. Like yeah. from the actual movie. Yeah, yeah. And they were usually like, you know, less censored than the covers themselves. Got it. And I'll tell you, man, okay, so I don't know if you guys can relate to this. There's, there's the horror section in video stores when we were little. Yeah. Sometimes there was, like, another section that was usually, like, close to the, the porn in the back that nice. was, like, adult stuff that wasn't necessarily horror, but it was, like, the, the really hardcore, like, NC-17 stuff, you know, like the uh. exploitation movies. Sometimes they would call it exotic you know what I'm talking? They'd be I'm, like the Mondo movies. Like, I think uh, I think they 
I think it was probably there, but they camouflaged it so well that I didn't notice it. Right, right. I knew the horror section. I definitely knew the porn section. But <laughs> Sometimes yeah, there, was there was one in between. between. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it would have like the faces of death movies and stuff like that. Huh, I think I just missed that. Yeah, that was, probably just that was the most horrifying section. Didn't notice it. But yeah. I definitely remember definitely remember faces of death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was that was interesting. I do remember daring myself to look at the back of that VHS, <laughs> and that was terrifying. Yeah, I, to this day, I can't watch that stuff, and I never. I think I made myself watch one of them in like high school. Yeah, and it was just disgusting. Yeah, a, a lot of that, most of the action stuff in those were fake, though. If I yeah. found out later, yeah, they were. Like, why would you hear the guy gasping for air in the in the uh, the gas chamber? When it's Good airtight, point. <laughs> Good point. it'd be like this man was eaten by alligators, and you see like an alligator with like a fake foot poking out. You know, <laughs> they'd buy like one of those novelty hands yeah. from the from the uh, Halloween stores. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just video stores in general. I really miss that whole that whole experience. What was your What was your video store choice? Uh, well, where I lived in Harrisonburg, Virginia, we had, um, initially we had 7-Eleven. Do you remember that when you get VHSs from 7-Eleven? Yep, I remember that. Um, I think that's where we rented our first ones from, which I believe were Interspace and Spaceballs. Interspace, yes. Yes, I think that might have been the first movie I ever rented. Really? Wow. Me too. Yeah. And then there was, um... And Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, that, I remember that one. Also. That was a little disturbing too, that at parts, was. wasn't it? Yes. What was it about that that was disturbing? I remember like some of it freaking me out. Uh, I think it was just the the um, me being so young, just the idea that this kid was out in space, away from home, with these aliens. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I, he like went to the future. Yeah, right? and, and like his brothers all grown up, and yep. yeah, it was crazy. It was just there's something Twilight Zone yeah. terrifying about that. Uh, um. But uh, oh, we had uh, we had Video World. That was probably my my number one. That was just like a you know a mom and pop video store that was yep. not far from our house, um, and I spent so many hours in the horror section of that. You know, yeah. it was one of those things where when you're too young to get the horror, you kind of sneak over there. Yep, just to check them <laughs> just out. To, you know? Just to look at them. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, you know, I remember like trying to figure out the Friday the Thirteenth order. Because like part four didn't have a number, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so and they'd always have them just lined up just right, and so I always loved that. Um, and then there was another one called Acme, which was hmm. they sold stoves, weirdly. Yeah. And then they started selling renting videos, and then it became Acme Video and Stove. Really? Yeah, and they're still around today, and they've converted all the way back to stoves. <laughs> no no more circle. video. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a uh, we had Video Mart. Well, of course, Seven Eleven first. Sure. Then Video Mart, and then later that year, Blockbuster opened, and they were right across the street from each other. Oh, uh, so, goodbye, yeah. Video Mart. Yeah. So it was like, uh, yeah. After I'd say after a year, Video Mart uh-huh. was was gone, but I liked it because if one of them didn't have one something the right, other one usually right, had it yeah. so yeah. that wasn't a big deal and then video mart went away and then it was like uh, yeah. I have to rely on blockbuster yeah i've heard that a lot of those mom and pop stores mm-hmm. only stayed in business after blockbuster mm-hmm. because they could have porn and blockbuster <laughs> didn't damn and then yeah. we had video hut ah uh, 
which when I got older, my uh, one of my girlfriends worked was a manager there, and we used to get free videos. Ooh, that was that's nice. fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we we eventually got a blockbuster in Harrisonburg. Nice, um, and that was a big deal. Oh yeah, we got a blockbuster and a Red Lobster. You'd walk in and you'd you'd see the the popcorn stand and the blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked blockbuster for the most part. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. They were definitely king. Right. Um. All right. Anything else we want to add to this? Um. Any other anecdotes about states we want to get into? Any <laughs> geographical <laughs> knowledge that we didn't tap into? Covered all the states, I think. We right? talked I think so. about uh, we are pineapples. In Maryland. Right? Yeah, we talked about pineapples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention the what were the what was the team of like blockbuster kids that were like renting videos is cool. Make sure you rewind. Oh, oh. I remember that. <laughs> they had their own like little yeah. kids. Yeah, group. they did. They did. Make sure you rewind all your videos. We need to have a confessional group of like <laughs> kids. <laughs> confessional is cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this was a fun little episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Mike Moran here with Byron Brooks and Jimmy Selesky, and we will see you next time on The Confessional. Peace.